Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Let's start off this week talking about conventions. This weekend, July 2nd and 3rd, there was Eternal Con, Long Island, New York, Hofstra University, two days, SRG Universe was there. The big announcement coming out of Eternal Con was that Big Match Pete, who was one half of the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions, picked a new partner for that championship, his new tag team partner is his faction mate in the higher class, Chad Gropak. As far as potential opponents they'll be facing, nothing has been announced as of yet. We could possibly see a contender tournament. Who knows? There were a couple of featured matches that took place at Eternal Con. Some local championships, some matches for membership rings, if you're curious about that. Those were posted in the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. There were three promo cards put out, available for sale at Eternal Con. Those cards have also been made available on SuperShowTheGame.com. So if you want to pick those up, you can. The ones that were at Eternal Con had the Eternal Con logo on them. The ones online, as far as I know, do not. So there's that difference. Otherwise, they're exactly the same. We also had a new Tornado Tag Team come out, Twist and Aggression. This is the Tornado Tag Team of Mr. Pop and Twist and Rage, both of whom were at Eternal Con. Rage, Mr. Pop and Twist, and I believe Chaos, who is Rage's valet and his daughter. They were at Eternal Con. I didn't see any video come out from them. I did see a post with Rage involving a basically a flex your muscles, you know, call for photos of people flexing their muscles on the post. A number of people did that. And that's all that really happened at Eternal Con. There are no title implications or anything coming out of Eternal Con besides what I mentioned with the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. We did see the SRG boss, Steve Resk, have some of the blank art cards that he had, have art commissioned by a local artist. Those were posted on Facebook. I think they turned out pretty well. I don't know if that'll be prize support or if that'll be for sale, but those are out there. Both the competitor cards that were in that initial wave of blank competitor cards, El Super Ombre, Snake Pit, The Big Shot, Rising Sun, Sage the Wicked Witch, and Gia de los Muertos. I believe there was also some art done involving the black and white entrance gear cards from Ikuzo. That was all posted on the Facebook discussion group, so check that out if you're interested in that. Upcoming conventions. I've talked about 
Southern Fried Gaming Expo. We do have a match card, roughly, for what's going to be at Southern Fried Gaming Expo. The Deep South Championship will be on the line. The current champion, Bob Dunn, will be defending against Practicite Jeremy Steigerwald. The Deep South Tag Team Championship will be on the line. The current champions, the Mop Boys, Piglet, and Johnny Korea, will be defending against the team of Prince Butters and Chugonomics. We'll also see the ACCW Heavyweight Championship, Tornado Tag Team Championship, and Underworld Championship on the line. There will be a battle at the border event featuring two teams. I'm going to assume one team out of Florida, one team out of Georgia. And then there will be a grudge match where Piglet will take on Rowdy Ron. That's the current match card for Southern Fried Gaming Expo. This convention will be taking place July 15th through 17th. That's Friday through Sunday, two weeks from now. It's also been announced that SRG Universe will be at Kineticon in Hartford, Connecticut. This is going to be taking place from July 14th through 17th, same weekend. Only the 15th through 17th will be at the Convention Center. There are events for the 14th, but they're all at the Marriott. So it's a four-day convention, but the main attraction convention is going to be Friday through Sunday. That's all the information we have about Kineticon. I did look into the COVID policies of both, and they're exactly the same. No proof of vaccination required. Masks encouraged, but not required. Both of those currently have tickets available. Check out their respective websites. Kineticon is spelled like Connect, I-C-O-N. Southern Fried Gaming Expo is spelled how you think it would be spelled. Just put those in a search bar on the internet. I'll take you right to the websites. And you can go find tickets. I will say there are some wrestlers who are going to be appearing at Kineticon. First, cosplay wrestling. I don't know much about them. But they were at Kineticon last year. They'll be there. I've also seen the Butcher, the Bunny, and the Blade. And Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford will be at Kineticon. I looked at the autograph pricing, $40 for an autograph, $40 for a selfie, $60 for the combo for all of them individually. Those are the prices posted on Kineticon's website. So we have those two conventions coming up. No news other than what I've just given you. And then once those two have come and gone, I think we'll start talking about Gen Con seriously. Gen Con early August this year. That's going to do it for convention news. I think we'll talk about CCC news right now. They changed it up, and apparently I missed this, and I apologize for missing this. Through round two, the way it has gone is they announce the participants in the match. Those participants have a week to make promos. Then Wednesday, the match kicks off. They have from what I understand now, until Saturday 8 p.m., so the matches run from Wednesday 10 p.m. to Saturday 8 p.m. all Eastern time. Then the winner is announced the following Wednesday 
as well as the participants for the next match. They have a week to promo. Then the match kicks off. That's how it went through the first three matches of round two. They've decided in the middle of round two to eliminate the week of promoing. I'm not a big fan of them doing that. To me, it should stay consistent throughout the round. But they've made that decision. So this week, JAC versus Fotista was the matchup. And that match kicked off 10 p.m. Wednesday night during Talk of the Universe toward the end. Although there was a match after Talk of the Universe that was streamed as part of the broadcast. I'll talk about that later. But that match kicked off, ran almost three days. And it is one criticism I have. They continue to post in the posts on Facebook that the matches run 48 hours and that they end Saturday at 8 p.m. Saturday at 8 p.m. from Wednesday at 10 p.m. is about 70 hours, not 48. So I wish they would fix that going forward to give people a more accurate view of the time. I've talked about the format before on Facebook and on Twitter. You post a hashtag, a GIF, a meme, and a video. You can do up to four for who you're voting for, up to one of those posts each. On Facebook, I believe the hashtag is one point. The GIF is two. The meme is three. The video is four. It's similar on Twitter, except on Twitter, the meme and the GIF are reversed. The meme is two points. The GIF is three. I don't know if that's an accident or if that's intentional, but that's currently what is written on the posts. And then on Instagram, you can just post the hashtag, and that's worth one point. I only looked at the Facebook and the Twitter from this past contest. I did not get to check out the Instagram. I did try Wednesday night. It was not up Wednesday night. Neither was the Twitter. The Twitter did not go up until Thursday, which I wish they'd do a little bit better there and have everything go live at once. But no, the Facebook went live first, Twitter later, and I did not get to check on the Instagram. Giving a glance, just looking at the Facebook post as well as the Twitter, based on my, you know, Quick math, just looking at it, it appears to me that JAC has won match number four in round two of the 2021 CCC. Nothing is official until Wednesday when Pat Mulligan announces it, but that is what I saw from the contest. JAC will be moving on. He'll be joining Johnny Correa, Lauren Santiago, and Vicious Vic Vandal. In round three, the other two matches have been announced. The next match in round two, match number five, starting July 6th at 10 p.m. Eastern and running until July 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern, is going to be the Memes Dealer versus Time Bomb Tim. Time Bomb Tim getting through by winning his match in round one. The memes dealer winning the fan vote to advance to round two. They should be 
putting their promos out now, and their match kicks off Wednesday at 10 p.m. Following that, July 13th, we're going to see Harvey Luster versus Private Cuddles. Private Cuddles won his match in round one. Harvey Luster was chosen by Pat Mulligan and Steve Resk to go on to this round. Presumably, they'll start promoing after the memes dealer and Time Bomb Tim's match concludes. But at this point, since people know who their matchups are, they can start promoing right now. They can start their campaigns right now for round two of the CCC. Will that happen? It remains to be seen. As of right now, I haven't seen anything from the remaining four that could change as we get closer to their matches. That's where we are right now with the CCC. Effectively, two weeks remain. They'll be finishing up around the same time the conventions finish up. And then round three will kick off. Eight people are making it to round three. So the six winners in round two and two other people from round two will be chosen to go on. I am really hoping they do not do the Facebook tag round this year, but that may be the next round. We'll just have to wait and see. Let's talk about some championship matches and other things involving LFF championships. There were two LFF championship matches this week. We had a trios match. The trios champion, Rowdy Ron, playing his think tank, defended against the Dread Pirate tech support, Simon Strauss, playing as Warlords of the Sea. Their match went to CrowdMeter 2. The winner, still champion, Rowdy Ron. Congratulations to him. The next challenger, as far as I know, will be the winner of the Trios Tournament. Right now, the Trios Tournament finalists are myself playing as Ursus the Wrestling Bear and Michael Kerr playing as the Elite. There has been no update on when that match will happen. I will give you that information when I have it. The other championship match from this week, Wednesday night, the LFF Tornado Tag Team Championship on the line after Talk of the Universe. The champion, Ryan Pierce, playing his Polka Dot Tea Party, took on the challenger. The Italian Bombada, Chris Pagillo, playing his Cheer in Fear. The Italian Mambada was looking forward to get this Trios Championship because if he won, he would make the case that he is the second Grand Slam champion. He has been the LFF World Heavyweight Champion. He has been the LFF Underworld Champion. He has been the LFF Trios Champion. As far as the Tag Team Championship is concerned, he did not hold the LFF Tag Team Championship, but he did hold the Underworld slash Real Tag Team Championship. I don't know how that would actually be counted or factored in as far as the Grand Slam Championship would be concerned. But if he were to win the Tornado Tag Team Championship, he could make a case that he's the second Grand Slam Champion. Their match went to Crowd Meter 5. At Crowd Meter 5, Bombada does hit a finish, rolls the only skill that gives the opponent a chance to break out. Rolls a 20. At the third breakout roll, Ryan Pierce breaks out 
and he ultimately goes on to win, successfully defend. He's still the LFF Tornado Tag Team Champion. The Italian Mabata came this close to holding four and possibly five of the LFF major championships. He's not able to get it done. Ryan Pierce remains the Tornado Tag Team Champion. Congratulations to Mr. Pierce. The other LFF championship news that I have revolves around the LFF Tag Team Championships. First, it's been announced that the current LFF Tag Team Champions, Michigan's Most Dangerous Alliance, will have their next defense at Gen Con. Who will be the challengers? We don't know as of yet. Regarding the other LFF Tag Team Championship, the Underworld slash Real Tag Team Championship, the next challengers for the current champions, Jawjammers, will be Jokerfish and Wrenchmonkey, a team representing the crime wave, playing as Night Terror and the Angler. This match is going to happen July 20th, so a little over two weeks from now, after Talk of the Universe. The current champions, Jawjammers, are the team of James Booker, and Kid Thunder. Kid Thunder apparently has retired. This was breaking news during the most recent episode of Talk of the Universe. James Booker has picked a new partner. It is his faction mate in Impact, John Pulverino. Press 1P and James Booker will be defending in just over two weeks against Wrench Monkey and Jokerfish. I will give you the results of that match. When I have them. That is going to do it for the news from this week. Although there are a couple odds and ends I want to give you. Before I talk about the tournaments from this past week. First, there is a brand new full alternate art deck out there. Where you can buy cards, competitor, entrance cards in the deck. Currently on sale on Supershowthegame.com. Elvis Negrampa will be doing the art for this deck. I have not checked to see how much of this deck remains, so you'll have to check that out for yourself, but you can commission cards numbers 1 through 27, the competitor set, and an entrance. I believe there's also one or two skill cards that were available. Again, I don't know how much remains, but you can find all the pricing on supershowthegame.com. And speaking of supershowthegame.com. As I've been recording this, the general manager made a post that from now until July 5th, there will be a special on supershowthegame.com. If you use the promo code 4th of July 2022 at checkout, you'll get 15% off all of your purchases except for new items, events, and gift cards. The promo code is the number four, the letters T H O F capital J U L Y number two, number zero, number two, and number two. So a fourth, the number four T H of July 2022. That's the promo code. Now, all it says it excludes are new items, events, and gift cards. It did not say it excluded. The alternate art deck. So maybe that promo code will work for those purchases. If you're interested in buying 
one of those cards for the alternate art deck. It's certainly worth trying to use the promo code if you buy one of those cards. Now let's talk about the two tournaments from this past week online. First, we had the Monday Night Event, Monday Night Noise, hosted by Loudmouth Leo Lyrinx. I don't have all of the results, but I can give you the top three. The top three were, in third place, Jennifer Harvey as Chris Pate as Ricky Riot. In second place, the Cannoli as the Corrugated Cardboard Villain. And the winner of Monday Night Noise, Time Bomb Tim as Ellis Taylor. Congratulations to him for winning Monday Night Noise. The other online tournament from this week, we have Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. There were 31 players, 7 groups of 4, 1 group of 3, top 2 from each group advanced. So there was a cut to a top 16. In the round of 16, all of the matches were played using New York rules. In the quarterfinal round, all of the matches were played using the Psycho Circus stipulation. In the semifinal round, all of the matches were played using the Beast Unchained stipulation. And the finals match and the third place match were played using the main event stipulation. In fourth place, playing as Ellis Taylor, Monday night's winner, Time Bomb Tim. In third place, playing as Candyman Dan was Candyman Dan himself. The finalists were the Grump Danny Thunder, playing as Hiroshi Tanahashi, and the big guy playing as the big guy with the Grump Danny Thunder winning. From what I understand, this is the fifth Thursday Night Fights tournament he has won in a row. Congratulations to the Grump for having just an incredible performance Thursday nights. Now, as I am recording this, there are two things scheduled for Sunday night, July 3rd. There is a Boss Roddy Beatdown Tournament that is starting essentially as I'm recording this. And there is an upcoming Sunday Night Fights card happening as I'm recording this. I wish that they would not have scheduled both of these to take place because it forces players to choose between either playing in the tournament or watching featured matches. I will end up watching the featured matches so I can report on that to you. I will try to report on those featured matches. If I'm able to, you will hear a little static toward the end of the show, and I will give you that information. If I can't, then the show will just end normally. As far as the tournament, that almost certainly will not be wrapped up before this episode is published, so I will have to give you the results of the Boss Roddy Beatdown Tournament next weekend. Speaking of next weekend, this is relatively breaking news. I cannot guarantee this. This is not a promise, but it looks like the finals match of the Trios Contender Tournament will be on the July 10th episode of Sunday Night Fights. So, look out for that. As far as tournaments upcoming for next week, there is currently nothing listed on SuperStarTheGame.com, 
but don't be surprised if there's an event Monday, if there's an event Thursday, and look for Dojo to happen Tuesday night. And I have the results of the Sunday Night Fights matches. There were two matches on Sunday Night Fights. The first match was kind of a grudge match between Deep South and the LFF Tri-State. We had Thebes Pinckney representing the Tri-State playing as Kenny Omega versus Micah Swafford representing Deep South playing as Johnny Gargano. This was a relatively short match. It went to crowd meter zero with the winner, Micah Swafford, Deep South, coming out on top over LFF Tri-State in this match. As a result, this will affect a stipulation at Southern Fried Gaming Expo. I don't have more details than that. The other match is the next match in the top cut of the Brains CAC uh, Impatience Tournament. This is a fatal four-way match. We saw Nick Baxter as the Mark Jeff Bravo versus Fotista as the Man From IT versus Vicious Vic Vandal as Public Enemy Number 1 versus Split as CJ Spara. There was a bit of a delay with Fotista joining the match. He did not actually join the match until the match had already hit crowd meter two. As a result, he has to come in. He can't even have an opening hand. He does manage to kind of crawl his way into the match and be somewhat of a factor. In the end, at crowd meter two, the winner moving on to the next round of the Brains tournament, Nick Baxter as the Mark Jeff Bravo. Congratulations to Nick Baxter for winning this match. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I apologize if there's some background noise in this last little bit of the podcast. There were fireworks going off as I was recording it. But that is going to do it for this week's episode. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.